Welcome to the MILF Bod Podcast. Mindful, intuitive, lifestyle, fitness. An all-encompassing wellness resource for women featuring some of the most successful, influential mothers and experts out there. I'm your host, Cherokee Luker, mother, model, fitness trainer, and wellness enthusiast. Join me as we dive into all things MILF. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of March. Today, I am joined by the incredible Susie Diab. Susie is a mother, a personal trainer, nutrition enthusiast, and founder of The Slim Fit Method. Susie's energy and zest for life just completely oozes through the mic She is such a ray of light and ball of amazing energy, and this episode is going to inspire you guys to just work hard, dedicate and discipline yourself, nourish yourself, and realize that it's all about your mindset and also trusting the process. You're going to love this episode so much because Susie is just so positive and motivating. So on that note, let's please welcome Susie Diab to the MILF Pod podcast. Enjoy. All right, you guys, calling all creatives of LA or anyone traveling to the LA area in need of an event space, photo studio, content location, video space, production services, or grip services. Issue Studio is a unique photo, video, and event space, and Issue offers full service production in an exclusive, intimate, and private boutique environment. The space is so beautifully curated, you guys, and I can't tell you how many shoots I've done at Issue that have turned out to be some of my favorite shoots to date. Not to mention a bunch of amazing events I've attended over the years where the studio gets completely transformed into the best atmosphere for the perfect party. Also, you guys, the wallpaper in the makeup room is absolutely iconic and it's perfect for the Instagram feed. So I highly recommend Issue Studio for any brand or any influencer looking to elevate their image. It is seriously the most beautiful studio I've ever shot at. And I've shot out a lot of studios here in LA and it's just so clean. It's centrally located. There's a huge parking lot, which is huge here in LA. So go check it out at issuephotostudio.com to find more details about how you can book this amazing space for your next photo shoot, video production, content creation, party, event, whatever it is that any of you creatives need here in LA, Issue Studio has got you. So go check it out. Okay, so we're live now. Hello, Susie. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Cherokee. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to have you. This is the first time we're meeting in person. We do have a lot of mutual friends. I met your husband at Ferris's wedding. I know. Which you weren't able to attend because you were very pregnant. I was so pregnant. I remember (laughs) like almost nine months, I think. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Yeah, I think because you had her about what, like a week later? I had her a week later. Yes. Wow. And I remember wanting to go to Farrah's wedding so bad. Yeah. And Tyler was like, mm, I don't think it's a good idea. So yeah. 
Well, welcome to the show. I'm so honored to have you. Introduce yourself. Tell us where you're from and how you've gotten to where you are today. Oh, thank you so much for the invite. Well, my name is Susie Diab. I've been in fitness actually since COVID times. I started doing fitness. Really? I thought it was way earlier than that. Well, you know what? I always done sports. I okay. was I played tennis all my life. I was second of my country. I am from Bolivia. <gasps> Amazing. Uh, yeah. So I had sports in my life since I was like a little kid. And then having that discipline of playing tennis all my life got me all this passion for fitness, right? Right. So then when I was like COVID times that I didn't know what... I was going to do. And at the time I was doing modeling and acting and everything was like totally stopped. So I was desperate of like, why do I really love to do and what am, am I good at? So that's when like I started doing more fitness and it was the perfect timing to do it. Amazing. You are so good at it. I love all of your content. It's so fun to follow. Thank you so much. And now I added Kaya to my content. I know. Those are actually (laughs) my favorite. Yeah, those are my favorite videos when you utilize her in your workouts. (laughs) She's like at the perfect age too right now where you can still, you know, use her as a prop. Because I I used to do that too with Hunter, but now he's like, will not sit still for one second. So he's like kicking you in the middle of the workout. (laughs) So take advantage now while she's like still cooperating. And she's not crawling yet. So that's an advantage for me. (laughs) Once she starts crawling, (laughs) forget about it. (laughs) Yeah, your content is so amazing. It's so positive and inspiring and motivating. And it's just like so uplifting. So you started the Slim Fit Method. Is that when you started in COVID, is that? Yes. So okay. I started doing like live workouts like you were doing, uh-huh. which I was, I enjoyed it so much too. <laughs> it was fun. So I was doing that at the beginning. And then, you know, I started having all these people like reaching out to me. So how they can change their body and everything. And I really got this technique that I loved to like really working on your endurance. And at the same time, you're really working as well with the strength training. So it's like a balance of endurance and strength. So then I started with my challenge. Mm -hmm. So I did like a four-week challenge. So people started joining and it was so much fun, you know, like figuring it out, like what worked for people. And then, you know, adding nutrition. That was a really important part for the program too, because, you know, it's like 80% is what you you eat. So then I added like a, a nutritionist to my program. Cool. And it's super fun to just keep developing more and more. And now I'm working a lot with like mindset. As you know, mindset is mindset is everything. And I always get inspired with uh, new people and like fitness gurus. I really know the formula to get there and achieve your goals, right? Definitely. It takes a lot of dedication, a lot of hard work, but it pays off so much in the end. So much. Yeah. And it's so rewarding too, knowing that you're helping people especially during COVID times where everybody felt like they were so alone. And so to be able to build that community, I feel like it's so nice it's to have It's fulfilling, yes. honestly. And uh, there's so many people that have all these desires and drive and they don't know how to get there. So I've, I've been talking with a lot of people and they tell me like, I want to do this and I want to achieve that. And it's like helping them to get there, right? Like knowing that they have to get to certain steps and 
the number one step is like really wanting it, right? Like I'm, I'm reading a book from uh, David Goggins that I'm obsessed with. He is incredible. <laughs> He's like out of like such a beast. this world. Yes. It's like he says you need beyond motivation. Motivation is like, oh, it's a beautiful day. I'm going to go on a run, right? right? And I'm motivated to go on a run. Like it's beyond that. You need discipline. You need consistency, repetition to get to that, right? So it's about mindset. Mind over matter. Definitely. <laughs> and his story is so inspiring. So inspiring. I need to read his book. I've only listened to like a few interviews with him on podcasts, but uh, oh, he is just Cherokee, you oh, wow. have to listen to this one. It's the audible of the book, actually. Oh, perfect. And then after each chapter, he's commenting about it and he tells the story in his own way. Amazing. For me, that is like another push to reach out my goals as well. Yeah. You know? So the slim fit method, what does that consist of really? Is it like a program that people can Yes. Purchase? It's a program. So uh, they can purchase like the challenge. So it's okay. four weeks. And I try to do it consistently. Mm-hmm. After one challenge, another one comes. So people have that consistency, right? Because right. that's what I want to give them and uh, inspire them because there's no results without repetition, right? So if they're consistent in one thing and train every single day, and that program has recovery as well, like nutrition, it's a very complete program. Also, we have like a group chat where we like inspired everyone. So I'm really trying to create the community. It's in Spanish. So now I need to like... (laughs) Try to do it in English. English? Yes, do it in English, you know, because right now I have more Spanish-speaking people in my program. Mm -hmm. But my goal is to get there and do it both, both languages. Amazing. So I would love to hear about your childhood a little bit and your tennis career. Yes. So I started when I was six years old, you know, and that helped me so much to get that consistency because I would train from Monday till Saturday, like every single day. Wow. Like, and, you know, you get to a certain age, like 13, 14, everyone was like getting with uh, their friends and like having like get togethers and parties. And I really did not have that. I was just so focused and I was very competitive And I knew that I had to really train to get to a certain point in um, tennis. And, you know, I always felt like there's people that already are really talented. For me, it was more my drive that got me to to. You had to work hard. I really had to work hard. You know, there was one big competitor of mine that we were always like there. (gasps) Like every match, we were like, one, she will win. Then the other one, I'll win. But she was just talented. Like if I wouldn't train every single day. Yes, came naturally. If I wouldn't train every single day, I wasn't the level I was. So I really had to commit to it. So that helped me realizing that I had to really, really have that discipline to get where I wanted to get. And I remember the final, I lost the final and I was just devastated. So right now I can't say that I was champion that I was number one in Bolivia. (laughs) Well, you were number two. That's still still an amazing accomplishment. (laughs) Thank you so much. You should be very proud of that. That is huge. Thank you so much. Yes. And I was traveling around the world. But really that got me the foundation of achievements of how to get there. And and that helped me as well when I ran the marathon, you know, I was like, okay, 
I need a plan. I need to train for that every single day. And the results will come, you know. When did you run the marathon? I ran two years ago. Actually, in COVID. When, oh, my when gosh. Was three years ago was COVID? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was right there. Like, they were saying that there was COVID. And I, I remember they wanted to cancel the marathon. And I've been training for like oh my gosh. seven, eight months. And I was devastated. And everyone was like hoping that they were going to cancel because people were scared already. And I was right. like, no way. I am running that marathon. <laughs> However, I'm going to run that marathon. And I remember I was in Mexico at that time uh-huh. doing like TV shows and castings, everything there when COVID hit. So it was really, really, really intense moments because I had to go fly to LA, run the marathon, and I was training in Mexico. Like, oh. I remember even training, like, in Mexico City at, like, 7, 8 p.m., doing my long run, 17 miles. Oh, my god! In Mexico City. And I was like, I have to do it. I just have to do it. So then I put my headphones and I just run. And I just run, run through these sketchy streets of Mexico City, I remember. And my friend was like, are you crazy going at night? But, you know, something happened that day. It was my last day of training and I had to get those miles in. That's amazing. Yes. That's so inspiring. You're such a hard worker, you can tell. Thank you so much. Yes. So when did you move to the States? So I moved to the States when I was 20. Two, okay. actually. 12 years ago, actually. So I moved to New York first. Okay. I was doing modeling at that time. Right. And that helped me a lot through modeling. I, I could get my work papers and everything. And Definitely. then while I was doing modeling, I was studying acting. And then my plan was to come to LA and start doing acting. So then after four years living in New York, I came uh, to LA to pursue acting. And it was, you know, up and down, like yeah. always. Then I had some TV shows that I had to go back to my country and I was doing acting there and then Mexico City. So back and forth, back and forth until COVID hit. I think COVID was just a wake up call of me of being like, okay, I have to stay in one place. Because even when I was in New York, I was, you know, how modeling is. You're traveling around the world. And I did a lot of Europe, like Milan. I went to Asia, Singapore, Thailand. So I was like moving around nonstop. So I think COVID really helped me to get focused in one thing because I was like all over the place. (laughs) I know. I think it helped a lot of people to just hone in on figuring out what exactly like lights them up. We just had to sit there and be introspective and really be like, okay, what is it that I love? What is it that I love? Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's it, what led you to totally. where you are I was, now. I remember being so confused. And, yeah. you know, my acting career was completely frozen. There was nothing happening, modeling as yeah. well. And I was like, what am I going to do? I know. It's it was so really scary. a tough time. But yeah. that's when I said, like, everything started, like, coming out from there. You know, like, yes. everything started, like, all the doors falling into open. place. Yes. So how did you meet your husband? So I met my husband actually five years ago playing volleyball. Oh. Actually in LA. Cool. Which was crazy because we met and then I had to go to Bolivia for a TV show. Mm-hmm. That it was going to be four months. So he was like, okay, it's fine. We'll make it happen. We'll make it work. So I went to Bolivia. I did my TV show. Then I came back. 
And we're like, okay, now we can have a normal relationship. Right. And then I got another TV show. So another time I had to oh go five months again. That's he hard. was like, okay, I supported you one time. Another time. So then I, w I had to go back to Bolivia again. And then I came back and then I went to Mexico. So we're like long distance for like two years, to be honest. That's so it tough. Was, and then COVID hit and everything changed. Yeah. <laughs> like in every single way, my world changed with COVID. Yeah. So then I had to stay in one place and I was in Mexico City and I didn't feel safe at that time. Right. It wasn't my place, you mm -hmm. know. So then I decided to come back here and just stayed and that's it. The, the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> then baby Kaya came. <laughs> I know. So how was your pregnancy with Kaya? So my pregnancy with Kaya was, I can say that it was really easy because I Good. hear all these stories I of know. like nauseous. What was hard for me was I'm a very active person, you know, I like yeah, to I do gonna... so many things. And I was just so tired. Yeah. Were you tired like that? That's the one thing that really got to me. I didn't have any morning sickness or anything like the that. Same. But the one symptom I did have was I was exhausted, especially for the first trimester. Yes, exactly the same. Exhausted. Yeah. I couldn't do anything. I wanted to do so many things, but it just, I couldn't. So I was just forcing myself, you know, and yeah. then I was like, I just have to let it go. Surrender. It's a process. Yeah. Surrender and just enjoy the process. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hard because we're both so Active. used to being yes. on the go all the Over time. Go. And then being pregnant, it kind of humbles you and you're like, okay, I need to sit with myself and just slow down a little bit. Exactly. And how your body changes too is crazy. For yeah. me, that was like, wow. Yeah, My body changed so much. Like I gained like 45 pounds. Really? And I was not expecting that because I was like, right. kind of like genetically, I was skinny. And yeah. I always had like a lot of muscle mass. Yeah. How did you deal with that mentally? Was it hard for you to deal with the physical changes of it or… Yes, was was a very challenging process, you know, and then like you said, you're always battling with your mind, right? Absolutely. Then I was yeah. like, okay, why am I stressing about? Like I have to enjoy the process and yeah. do as much as I can, you know. That's how it doing was my me. workouts. So you were battling with that absolutely that, those thoughts right? Yeah, it's hard in the beginning, but then I think you reach a certain point where you just are able to like tap into your femininity and you're like you have a newfound appreciation for the woman body exactly. rather than like fighting against it and being like oh my gosh I hate the way that I look I was able to finally be like okay did you really enjoy it some parts of it it was like ups and downs like ups everything downs. you know the same yeah the same I, I would enjoy it sometimes but you know I was just okay this is what it is and with what I can do I can do some some certain type of workouts yeah what was your fitness routine during your pregnancy so I was doing no impact mm -hmm. you know and I was still working out to be honest yeah because my doctor said so it's good for you and I always recommend everyone to do it unless you really never done sports in your life and then you want right. to do like you know yeah. like intense workouts no <laughs> no I was just doing no impact and like weights and little uh, legs what I could do and try to walk a lot I walked a lot a yeah lot. yeah walking is it's, my newfound love <laughs> it's so good yeah but yeah there's people that are like oh my god I loved being pregnant I miss being pregnant I would not say the same. I miss yeah. being pregnant. Yeah. I didn't hate it, but it's like, I don't miss it. That's yes. for sure. <laughs> Me too. I was like, I could say that it was like a, 
love-hate relationship. Because yeah, I would like just hated it. moments. And I was like, nothing fits me. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know? And then I was like, okay. I have to enjoy this process. And, and then accept it, yeah. But it was like that. Definitely. Well, now you are <laughs> nine months postpartum, right? Nine yes, months? Nine okay. months. Yes. So now what's it like having Kaya? And like, what's your favorite part about motherhood? And Oh my God. My favorite part of motherhood is just… Just watching her developing so many, like, personality, you know? Yeah, they change daily. Daily. She was nine months, and she started doing so many things. She started, like, kind of, like, trying to make me laugh and doing funny things so I can laugh. so cute. She's so cute. And even when I work out, it's so funny. She watches me, and she thinks I'm playing. Yeah. So I had a live workout yesterday, Mm -hmm. and literally I put her next to me. She was playing with her toys and I was on camera and she was just like watching me and just like giggling next to me. Yeah. (laughs) It was so cute. It's so great that she's getting to observe you do all of this because it's soaking into her subconscious that this is normal and this is, you know, this is good for you. And And she's going to grow with that, you know, like having that like healthy lifestyle in her life. Yes, And to have all of the cute content that you guys take together. Oh my gosh. For her to look back on. It's so cute. It's going to be so cute. That's why I'm like thankful. You know, and having all these memories of little moments. It's the best. That you spend with them. I know. So if you could come up with like, say three things for postpartum women. If they're trying to slowly get back into shape or just feel like the best versions of themselves and like feel the most energized fitness wise, what would you say your three biggest tips are? Because you look absolutely insane. Oh, thank you so I much. Mean, it's look amazing. at you. You were telling me. You were back at it right away too. I was impressed. I was like, what? I think like Did you she said, just had a baby? It has a lot to do with genetics as well. I think because my mom, she's Asian and so it's genetic. But then also having a lot of patience with yourself and not putting so much pressure, it really helped me because I think if I had been in that mindset of like, oh my God, I hate how I look right now. I need to get back to where I was immediately. But I wasn't in that mindset. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to give myself a year to get back to where I feel comfortable and confident. And it really, really helped me. And what is the pressure, right? Like why you have to go back to that that body in like two or three months, you know? Right. I think it's like being connected with yourself, you know, like yes. really know what you enjoy, you know, and be present in the moment. Definitely. That's huge. I feel like if I could go back, I would try to slow down a little bit, like you said. Yeah. And not rush it too much because those moments are so precious, I you know, know. We'll and never get them back. And just you're never going to get back. So really enjoy the moment, the present moment. And the other part is going to come, you know, the other yes. part you're going to get into your routine slowly, mm-hmm. but take your time at least two, three months to just be connected, be with your baby. Yeah. And spend that quality time with them. No, and really being connected and start nourishing yourself properly. It's a really big part of it. And Moms forget about themselves when they have a baby. And I think it's a big important part that take care of yourself. Take care of your sleep, you know. You're not a bad mother if you leave your baby for a few hours with your husband. Or you're, you know, you have to nourish yourself and take that time for you. Because if you are not good, your baby's not going to 
be good either. Exactly. So I think it's a very important thing to do to just take those few hours for yourself. The mom guilt is so real. So real. Yes. It's hard to deal with sometimes. But like you said, you know, if you're not taking care of yourself, then you can't be the best you can exactly. for your baby. So, And I feel now people are more aware of that, like the postpartum. Definitely. You know, old times, if the mother wouldn't be with the baby 24-7, that was a yeah. bad mom, you right. know? I and know. I even like my mom, she has the old school way of thinking. Yeah. I'm doing like my workout or something. Where's Kaya? And where, where, you know, yeah. like this <laughs> thought of like, and I'm like, yes, she's taking care of. It's important once you go through that process of like three months of really enjoying, it's good to get back to your routine and really take that time for yourself. Definitely. All right, my MILF fam, as you all know, I'm always looking for ways to aid in becoming the most optimal version of myself mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And one of the things I do to support myself in doing this is by taking my vitamins every single day. And I know it can be overwhelming sometimes with all of the supplement brands out there, but one brand that I've been a huge fan of for years now is Wealthy. Two products I absolutely love by them is the Her and the Sweat. And they just recently sent me the Vision Gummies, which I am so excited to try and see the results from. Get it? See the results from the Vision Gummies? Which I think is so cool that they are pioneering advocacy for vision health because, you know, we're always looking at our screens every day. And it's something that I think a lot of people just put on the back burner and dismiss. But the HER is a great way for women to get their daily dose of biotin, vitamins A, B, C, D, E, calcium, hyaluronic acid, magnesium, and selenium. Just all of the great things that us women need and are probably lacking and it's all in one. And then the sweat is something I like to take before a workout to just help enhance my burn with the natural caffeine and there's also dandelion root in there to help with my metabolism and digestion. The quality of these supplements are just next level and I'm telling you, you have to go check them out. If you use the code MILFBOD, you get 25% off your first order when you go check out at imwealthy.com. That's code MILFBOD, M-I-L-F-B-O-D at checkout at imwealthy, I-M-W-E-L-L-T-H-Y.com to get 25% off your first order. Enjoy, everybody. What are some of the first few workouts that you started incorporating after you gave birth? After I gave birth, I started doing a lot of hiking as my oh. cardio. Oh, yeah. I would see some videos of yes. you with Kaya. With the Kaya and, and the, the dogs. Yeah. Yes. That was the early on stages. Yeah. And then I was doing a lot of stairs, Santa Monica stairs. I love the stairs. As a cardio. And then I started incorporating more cardio mm -hmm. and doing my program. I was putting my own program and doing the workouts and slowly I started getting more into like hit and doing yeah. more jumps and everything. 
But that was my go-to. I think that's a good way to start is just like slowly starting slowly. out like hiking and then doing stairs. And then you can add in and incorporate the, exactly. the weight training. and Because you really have to be aware of what type of exercises, right? Like abs, you know, you can't do right away abs. No. So you really have to start doing it slowly. Yes. And honestly, like your core, it's amazing how you lose all your core strength. I know. And your abs and everything. So I started building it back again. Again, slowly. That's what I recommend. Not jumping into intense exercise right away. Just do it slowly and start progressing with those routines. Yeah. Talk to me about your nutrition. So my nutrition, I used to be a lot balanced. You know, if mm -hmm. I was like really craving a burger, I would have it. Yep. That was before. Now I'm taking more care of myself, yeah. you know. I always ate like very balanced. So I tried to incorporate all the macros, like mm -hmm. a little bit of carbs, a little bit of fat and a little bit of protein. Right. But now since my husband, it's full keto. Oh, <laughs> it's a, is that a it's new a thing? It's then? a new thing. Yeah. He's, okay. Well, this is the second time that he does it intensely. Okay. So there's not many carbs in my house, yep. which I like. I'm not 100% keto because I, like I said, I like to balance it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But definitely I'm going lower on carbs right now. Okay. And higher protein and higher fats as okay. well. Yes. So my house is like right now, there's not many carbs <laughs> <laughs> in my house, which is a challenge. But yeah, I like it. It's not for everyone. That's why I'm not doing it full keto right now. It's fun to switch it up too. Have you tried like keto? I've never done a full keto diet. I've just like dabbled in some keto practices, but I've never gone like gone full, full on. Yeah. Yes, me me too. I started like kind of testing it, mm -hmm. but it's not for everyone. I think I need a little bit of more balance in my diet, <laughs> especially me if too. you do like really intense workouts Absolutely. and everything. I like to do intermittent fasting at least like 10, 11 hours. Yeah, that's great. So I eat like 6 p.m. and then I wait until like 11, yeah. 12. So I, I think that works for me. And at the same time, you know, my body started like getting used to that because at the beginning I would wake up and have like a and carb, hungry. like yes. a granola bar. And then I realized that my body was so used to that. So mm -hmm. when I started doing intermittent fasting, my body was craving that. Yeah. It actually gives you more energy. Yes, totally. And then I started feeling way better without it. Yeah. And now I do my workout without. Yeah. It's all about your mindset. Because when I started intermittent fasting, I was like, there's absolutely no way that I'll be able to skip breakfast. Like I love breakfast. And then I just switched it. I was like, wait, right? I can still have breakfast. Just have it later in the day. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. And you enjoy it more. Yeah. And you have energy. Yeah, exactly. Because people think they can't do it because they're used to do it all the time. Right. But then your body is like, good. Yeah. And I think that's a good amount of time for women to intermittent fast. You do 10 hours, 11 hours, like yeah. around that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They say that it's harder for women to go longer, I think just biologically, because, you know, back from the hunter-gatherer days, yeah. women need to eat more frequently than men do. Men can go, you know, days without eating because they're out hunting. for them. Yeah, it so is. So that's it. Oh, biologically. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> I started listening to that and then just also listening to your own body and like listening to how your body responds to it. And the same as keto, you know, like there's people that don't get that 
same effects as right. as other people. I think for men works really good keto because my husband was telling me like I'm so sharp and I have so much energy. That's great. But for some people I heard the other way. It's, it's the like opposite. The yeah. opposite. Like super tired and you know they right. needed the carbs. They were craving. Yeah. When I started trying to do the keto mm-hmm. I felt like that. I felt like tired. So I was like maybe that's not for me you know. Right. I was laughing so hard at you were talking about in one of your posts some of your cravings during pregnancy. Yeah. So your oh, first yes. your first trimester you craved jello and subway or something. And subway. That's How crazy so, is that? It's so random. My husband was like, What do you want for dinner? Do you want to go out? We can go to all these nice okay, restaurants. Yeah. And I was like, No, I want subway. He was just he was like, good joke. He's like, no, like for real, where do you want to go? I was like, I want Subway. <laughs> I was like, you so was taking funny. me to Subway and then having Jello for dessert. <laughs> what? I know it's so funny what we come up with. It's it like crazy. once you get your mind set on something, it's like you have to have it. It's so crazy, right? Like the most random thing. Yeah. So I still like your... Subway though. I know. I know. <laughs> I still so like funny. Subway. It is a guilty I don't pleasure. I crave it like that, but yeah. I know. But Jello, how weird is that? Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so let's move into the acronym MILF. I would love to talk about mindfulness now. What do you do to practice mindfulness? I try to calm my mind a lot. So yeah. there's something like at night that my mind goes crazy and I yeah, keep I thinking about hundred million things when I lay down in bed. So then I was like, okay, I need to fix this Mm because that's when I have to calm my mind. So then what I I started doing it is instead of getting in my bed and thinking all the things that I have to do the day after, I just tried to write it down right before all the things. So I'm like clear, you know, smart. That's a good idea. And then I try to like listen to meditation or even like an audible or like something that just gets you out of your thoughts, out of your thoughts. And, you know, you're thinking about something else and then you just slowly get into deep sleep because I was not sleeping well, you know, and that's so hard when you're like super active during the day. Definitely. You want to be like sharp and you want to be have that energy. So that was like I kept battling with that because I was not getting a good sleep. And even with pregnancy, that was another thing. I was just... You were struggling with sleep. Struggling with sleep. Mm, So now I I really am trying to focus on that to get that good sleep and really... Optimizing your sleep is so important. And I just got the Aura Ring. Oh, you got it? Yeah. Oh, oh, that's the one. Yeah. This is the Aura Ring. Oh my God, I love it. How you like it? I love it because it goes into such vivid detail. It tracks everything. And so it's really nice to have that like tangible result to see how well you're sleeping throughout the night. Do you think that rules kind of your day? Like if it says you didn't get a good sleep, you're like, oh, I'm tired. No, not (laughs) really. Like I I think some people get kind of obsessive about it. And I had that mindset going into it being like, okay, I can't become obsessed with this. Like I'll just check it in the morning and then I'll go about my day. But but I just use it more so as just like information. I think I'm going to get it. Yeah. It's really really helpful. The REM sleep is the most important one. Exactly. So that's the one you have to check it out. Right. right? And it tells you your score. And sometimes I notice like, say if I have a glass of wine or something, it affects my my REM sleep or like my restfulness. And right away you can see that. Yeah. And it's helpful. So that way you can alter certain things throughout your day if you want to get a better night's sleep. So wow. I'm going to get into that. Yeah. Another thing that I'm obsessed is like the cold plunge now. Yes. Tell me about that. Okay. 
okay. I need to get so on you it. Know, but I just, like, yeah, you have to do trigger. it. Because honestly, I hate cold water. Yeah, like I'm, the, know, I'm always cold. So Me I'm too. Like, oh, <laughs> just I, I can't do this. So then Tyler started doing. My husband started doing it. Yeah. And then, you know, I kept listening to David Goggins yes. and everything, how your mindset, how your thoughts. And he was talking about uh, the Navy SEAL training, yep. how they were like in the freezing cold water for hours and hours. And they had to do all this, this training there. It's insane, right? Yeah. So he was like talking how you control those thoughts. And I thought it was so interesting. And he kept saying about mind over matter if you really get and control those negative thoughts that you're thinking it's like oh no I can't do it I can you know switching it and knowing you can go through you can do it it's all about your mindset and where your thoughts are going and then you just do it it's amazing because the first time I did it, it was so funny I literally lasted <laughs> three seconds I was like no I'm not doing this anymore <laughs> I just jumped out of the pool and oh then gosh. I felt I had to do it for myself. I had to do it. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to get there. And just first 30 seconds, it's so hard. Your mind starts like playing tricks on you. And then I started like focusing on my breathing, you know, little things. And then I wasn't not even feeling cold. It's crazy. Wow. It's really amazing. So do you do it every single day? I'm doing it every single day. Yes. Wow, and today that it's snowing in LA. Literally yes. it was snowing in Beverly Hills. Yeah, you guys. So she made a video this morning on her way here. <laughs> she took a video of Tyler and his friend, right? Yes. And it's the snowing. <laughs> it's literally like the biggest LA storm in, in like history, I think. I think I've never seen like snow in LA. No. But yeah, somebody said that the Hollywood sign is supposed to have snow on it. So that is crazy. Yeah. So, so today is going to be so challenging. You're going to have to do it oh in the snow. Oh my God. I can't even think about it. <laughs> It'll actually be kind of cool, I think. I think so. It's going to be a real challenge because all the other days was like at least sunny. It was mm. cold outside, but right. at least sunny. So I was focusing on that. How long have you been doing the cold plunge? It's been six days just oh. now. Oh, so it's fresh. Okay. So it's fresh and I'm going to do it 10 days in a row. Doesn't matter what weather it is. I have to Good do for it. you. So I'm going to do 10 days. Of course, and you then pick I, the I coldest know, days. The coldest days. <laughs> I know. It's going to be hard, but I'm just going to do it. I'll let you know. Yeah, I'll but at least now that you're about to do it during the coldest days… On the other days, you're going to be like, oh, this is easy. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's crazy how how that works, right? Right. You've been through like really tough situations. Yeah. So then your mind just gets to those places. Whenever it's a hard moment or hard situation, a tough situation, you're just like, I've done this, you know? Right. That's how I feel about birth too. Because after after <gasps> giving birth, it's like you oh just feel… Oh my God. After giving birth. Invincible. You're it's like… like 10 marathons. <laughs> exactly. You're like, I can do anything. <laughs> totally. You realize, because I think we are stronger than what we think, right? Absolutely. The power of the mind and even like giving birth, you know, you have to like concentrate, breathing. So much about mindset. Visualize, seeing your baby, mm -hmm. little things that helps you to just push through it. Push through <laughs> it. Push through it. Literally. <laughs> okay. So next, how do you listen to your intuition? I started being more connected with myself because my old me will be like asking everyone, what do you think about that? Do you, you know? Yeah. And then you get more confused with I all know. these people like in your life telling you, I think this is better. That So I'm trying to just quiet those. The outside the, noise. The, the outside noise. Yeah. Those voices that I used to reach out. 
and just listen to myself. And I think it's been like so powerful. It is. In like decision making, even like all the decisions of my life, like the ones that came right away from me, you know, you just know it. And then just be connected with that first um, like intuition. gut feeling. Yeah, gut feeling. Yeah. That's gut feeling. That's a life changer. Totally. For me, that was a challenge to just be focusing on myself, on my thoughts, right. and my inner intuition, yeah. instead of like reaching out to people and then getting more confused, right? I know. It's hard sometimes to not want to have other people's opinions, but it's, but it's like you always know best. Yes. Yeah. And that always works. Totally. What are some of your lifestyle non-negotiables? Like things that you do on a day-to-day basis that make you feel like the best version of you. That can be anything from like your beauty routine, your morning routine, like books that you're reading, what whatever it is that you... I like to spend like at least half an hour with myself. Yes. That's so important. I love baths. Ooh, and that's yeah. a really good meditation for me. I think that's not negotiable. Of course, I don't do it every single day. Mm-hmm. And then my fitness training. People were asking me like, why, you know, and I was like, I need to do it. I feel good. It's not about because I want to be skinnier. No, it's just my health. Right. Makes me feel so good. Like that is non-negotiable. Like I have to do it at least like 30 minutes, one hour, like minimum 30 minutes of like any type of training. You know, if I feel like doing more active or running or whatever it is working out. I saw that you just recently went on your first run, right? Yes. In a while. Yesterday. How, how was that? Oh my God. It was amazing. Yeah. And then I realized I just love it, you know? Yeah. You get the runner's high. Yes. Oh my God. Totally. I was like, this is what I love. And now I'm going to train for the New York Marathon. That's one of my <gasps> biggest goals. That's iconic. That's going to be oh, so fun. And I really want to make it happen. Of course, it's a whole process, right? Right. Yeah. I really want to do it. And, you know, it's like another city. It's a very exciting city. It and it's going to be cold. So it's a lot of challenges. Right. So just visualizing that of like going through the end line. It's just going to be so amazing. So I'm going to start training for it amazing so yeah and with a baby it's gonna be a challenge you know (laughs) definitely (laughs) so it's like trying to make it like how am I gonna happen so I was like okay I'm gonna have to wake up 5 a.m do my run yep and that's the way because you know how it is yeah so you just have to get it done first thing before she wakes up yes we already kind of touched on your fitness routine, but what does your day-to-day fitness routine look like? Do you switch it up every single day? So it depends. I'm still training people. I'm doing a personal training as well. So it depends if okay. I have to train someone. You know, I kind of like really stayed with few clients now because with Kaya, you know, it's difficult. You're right. Yeah, So I really plan it. I think the key of being a mom and trying to do your business is to organize. So I really try to get my schedule organized. Okay, tomorrow I have this, this, and this. And then I always see like a gap of 30 minutes, one hour Mm -hmm. to do my workout. And since I'm doing my challenge, that's my work of of the day. So at the same time, I, I just love it and enjoy it so much to do my challenge and my routine with them. Oh, that's so and fun. It's, yeah, it's super fun and really energizing, right? How many clients are you training a week? I'm staying with five clients. That's perfect. Do you work out with them or are you more so just like 
kind of paying attention and coaching them? Yeah, so? so it depends. I have a group of people that it's a company that I trained. I trained yesterday and it was in the middle of the storm in Santa Monica. It was so windy. Oh my gosh. So yeah. it's like a group of like seven people. So then I try to do it with them. That's cool. we do yeah. like boxing. Oh, so fun. I do the pads. Yeah. Yes. So I'm kind of like working out with them. So it depends, right? But right. usually it's like more coaching them than doing the workouts with them. But in my challenge, I do it with them. So. Okay. It's do you like have a, a favorite workout that you do? I'm obsessed with boxing, to be honest. It I just, is such a good workout. And I, I try to incorporate it in my challenge as well. So yes. we have a few classes of boxing. Fun. But it's kind of hard, like, being long distance, you know, through right. Zoom. Through because Zoom, you really yeah. need to get the, the moves and everything. And the, Yeah. My dad was a professional boxer. Oh, so wow. growing up, yes, it was always in our household. You know, we always had the punching bag. And That's so, amazing. So you have it like yeah. it's part of your life. Yeah, totally. It's, oh it's such a good outlet too because I feel like it's a good way to get your anger and frustration out. And you're also, it's probably the number one cardio workout, in my opinion, totally. if you're doing it the right totally. way. Totally. It's so good. And yeah. I started doing Muay Thai before Ooh, boxing. Yeah. How Muay is that? Muay Thai was amazing because you really train every single thing. You're doing kicks. You're doing right? knees. That's fun. You're doing elbows. That was my foundation when I started. I started with Muay Thai and then I did boxing as well. But I know I, I miss boxing. I, I, need to, I need to keep doing it. I we should do it. We should go to let's it. Go. Let's do it let's together. Do it. Let's, go, let's do it together. I would okay. love to. Okay. Because it's also your mind, right? Once, oh. once you do mitts, you totally. have to remember the choreographies, you know, like jab, jab, cross, yes. hook, hook, weave, like I all know. these Rumble steps. used to be my favorite. I used to oh. go to Rumble all the time. Like, Such an amazing energy too, right? Yeah. It's like a therapy. Totally. Because you just like all your stress, mm-hmm. you're just like… You're just letting it out. Letting it out. That's what I love. Yeah. About boxing too. Okay. So one last question that I ask everyone at the end of each episode is, if you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice, what would you say to your younger self? Just trust the process. Oh, that's a good one. And trust your intuition. Yeah. Like you said, with the decisions of my life, I was kind of like lost and I was just, it was so hard to decide. I know. And once I slow down and just write it down what I love and what I want and, you know, that's when I just was connected of what I wanted, you know, yeah. and I could achieve that. So really to be connected with that with yourself and uh, knowing when that voice is loud. Yes. Because sometimes we quiet that voice and we're listening to the world outside and that's when we get, you know, like confused. Just connect to that, to what you want, what you like and what you want to achieve and just prioritize those moments. That's beautiful. I know. I should have done that too. (laughs) Trust the process. Right. Trust the process. It's hard though when you're younger because you are influenced by so many people. By so many people. But um, that's a very good takeaway. And yeah, that's when I was like, okay, what do I want? What do I like? What am I good at as well? So that really, really took me to the right direction instead of like just be confused and listening to so many people that of course they want the best for you. Right. But at the same time, you just know it. Yes. You just know it deep inside of you. You just have to listen to that inner voice and be aware when that inner voice is saying something. (laughs) Yeah, and listen to it. Yeah, you seem like you're at a very 
content and happy place in your life right now. You can tell that you're so passionate about what you do. So it's it's very inspiring. Yes, it took a while, yeah. you know. But and that's the other thing too. I think people need to just be patient as well and yes, realize that it doesn't come overnight. It doesn't come overnight. Trial and, and error. Don't get desperate. Yeah. Because in the moments of struggle is when you find the answer. That's Yes. That's I what happened that. to me. Those were my my answers when I was just desperate trying to be like, okay, what is the answer? You know, it's just be patient and that's going to come. It will come. Yeah. Okay, my love. Well, can you let everyone know where they can find you and connect with you and maybe train with you and get on your program? Of course. Yes. So I'm very active in, on Instagram more than TikTok. I don't use that much TikTok. I know. <laughs> Me either. So in social media, Susie Diab at Susie Diab is my Instagram. And then there you can see all the, the challenges that mm-hmm. I do every month. Yeah. And my workout trainings as well. And then my website is also there. Perfect. Thank you so much for being oh. here. You're amazing. Oh, thank you. It was so much fun yeah. to join you. I know. Finally. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my level. We'll talk very soon. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you all for listening to the show. I hope you gained some insight on how to practice becoming more mindful, learn the importance of listening to your intuition, gained some lifestyle takeaways and fitness tips. You can find me on Instagram at Cherokee Luker and the podcast at MILFBODPOD. So make sure you follow me to access exclusive content to help you become a better you, a better mother, and a better human. Talk to you guys next week about all things MILF.